0: Welcome to the That Wisconsin Girl podcast featuring award-winning broker and owner, Mary Rooflet. In this show, you will discover that you have to give to gain in order to live your best life. This week, Mary turns the microphone over to functional dietitian, Kimberly Gwen.
1: I am a dietitian. I graduated as a dietitian from college, but in the let's say last 10 years or so, I've really pursued more of a functional approach. We want to make sure the body is functioning at its optimum. So it's, it's kind of looking at, you know, what's going on underneath things, conditions and diseases and symptoms. So getting to the root, really.
0: Kimberly, if you could pick two or three misconceptions about health and wellness, what would they be?
1: I guess one of the main ones that really spurs me on to do this is that people expect that, you know, they should be able to go to their doctor and, and go to their healthcare providers and be healthy and they're, they're being taken care of. And, you know, I think that that is not true. <laughs> I think that's kind of one of the things that, that leads people astray, that they are going to that you know, using the insurance system and using their doctor. But then, you know, like my parents generation and and all a lot of our elderly, you know, unfortunately, they're, they're stuck on medications, and they're at huge risk for this virus, you know, that we're all talking about today. So that's a big one. I think another one is all the popular diets out there, kind of looking at food as, you know, in a way of eating as, as a religion, basically, you know, so looking at the diet and all the aspects of it, but then forgetting who the diet is for and what it's going into, so it's like not individualized. Um, so I think that's where people can go astray, you know, just because that diet worked for Aunt Susie doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And and so the thing is, we need to be really in touch with how our bodies are feeling. And what's happening because that diet might be putting you into a, a really bad state I think supplements there's probably some misconceptions out there that maybe you don't need them we have a food supply that it doesn't have the same nutrition value as it had like say 50 or more years ago our soils depleted and we are just being bombarded by stress <laughs> you know just living in a modern society in our modern environment we have a lot of pollution we have a lot of toxins coming our way so we we need to make sure that this body is resilient So the supplements really fill those gaps so you know definitely that is a misconception possibly that you don't need them or that you just can go out and grab any supplement off the shelf that's a misconception because, you know, all supplements aren't created equal. So we do want to make sure that you're getting maybe some advice from, you know, somebody who's experienced and you're getting them from a source that's really going to be bioavailable to the bodies. They've got in them what they say they have in them and they don't have things in them that you don't want in your body.
0: We're in the midst of this huge global pandemic right now, and there's a lot of attention getting put on things like a vaccine and what have you. But one of the reasons that Mary wanted you to be on the That Wisconsin Girl podcast is to talk about what we can be doing in the area of health and wellness to prevent getting a virus like COVID-19.
1: People need to be doing the basics. The basics are worth... A lot. You know, they are going to move the needle a ton and they're simple and they're cheap and they don't necessarily have to take that much time. So let's talk about the basics. You know, sleep is huge. There's, there's tons of information coming out about sleep. I mean, it's amazing. We need to be following the cycles of nature, right? So um, circadian rhythms and it's just, it's common sense and we've known it forever it's sprinkled throughout our healthcare system you know we know it but we're sort of like not paying attention to it like oh maybe that's not making that much difference it does sleep is one of those it's a it's a basic seven to eight hours but then you know quality sleep what can you personally do what works for you to get that really good sleep because our hormones balance during sleep we detoxify during sleep So it's definitely going to have a direct impact on our immune system. And that's not something that maybe can be changed overnight, you know. So baby steps are very important. If it's that you're staying up super late, try to figure out why. And then, you know, move that bedtime 15-minute increments. Don't try to revamp your whole system in two seconds, you know, because you're going to resist it and not be able to change. Water, 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 water. Hydration is huge, (laughs) especially if we have chronic issues going on the body needs extra water because it's not dealing with water very well a lot of it's going to the tissues because of inflammation and a lot of times we're not our body systems aren't working that well they're kind of sluggish we want to help out detoxification by making sure that we get enough water on a general basis half your body weight in ounces is kind of out there as a good rule of thumb exercise movement Um, And it doesn't know. So exercise can even fit in that misconception realm, because our idea of exercises seems to be like the American way, pretty much get to close to death or whatever with your exercise, you know, it has to be super hard to get results. But we need to be careful with that. And it needs to be personalized, because depending on what's going on with you, heavy exercise might be pushing you in the wrong direction, because The bottom line of that the simplistic view of that is you know it's going to cause stress stress releases cortisol which then causes inflammation in our bodies which is is kind of a huge factor in like the problems with covid is you know this inflammation that's that's with all these chronic diseases so exercise you know should be individualized you want to be paying attention to how you're feeling If you're not exercising then it's just movement you know it's just getting moving just be moving every day we want to actually be moving throughout the day so if you're at your desk get up every 45 minutes stretch move you know so um, exercise is huge and then digestion we kind of joke that us nutrition especially as you get into more of a functional or holistic space you do talk about you know bathroom habits (laughs) So it's just like paying attention to digestion and making sure that's a daily thing. Major detoxification through our bodily systems. I think those are kind of, those are probably the basics. While stress is huge, relaxation, those kind of things, and connection to other people, our social and spiritual life, That those are all the basics. Those are the things that keep us healthy.
0: Kimberly, what are some of the things that we can be doing specifically to help our immune system?
1: Some of the, the basics as far as food that we can do for our immune system is sugar. <laughs> sugar is huge, and it's, it's the refined sugar. So trying to see if you could take a little sugar hiatus, you know just cutting back on it because we know that sugar will turn off the immune system basically for so many hours. We always like to say baby steps, you know, if it's soda, then if you're several cans a day, can you cut back one can a day for a couple of weeks, just go like that. And then you just keep knocking it down. You know, if you're already not doing that much, then you can, you know, just see if you could go without it. It's getting off the refined and the processed sugar. And so that, that would kind of be also inclusive of processed food. You know, lots of chemicals and lots of additives and preservatives in that, which really causes stress for your system because the system looks at it as kind of a foreign body. So it's it's going to create an immune response which can, you know, in a broader sense, it's basically our immune system starts to kind of get out of balance. And that's when we get into trouble. We want it to be in balance and have an optimal response. So sugar and processed foods are going to mess with that. I mean, basically, if you don't eat much out of boxes, you don't really even have to worry about reading the dumb labels because they're a pain in the butt. If we basically go with the things that are don't really have a label, you know like your perimeter of the grocery store you know your your meats your produce your dairy if you can tolerate it try to do organic if you can your eggs you know those are all good things and you don't really have to go in the middle aisles much you know you might get some olive oil some avocado oil some maybe you know gluten free crackers if we can kind of get off of gluten it's pretty inflammatory so i think that gives us some good stuff on that point
0: There's a lot of information out there regarding supplements, and I know they are very important. I know Mary is a big believer in taking supplements, but the tricky part is figuring out what we should be taking because there's so many of them out there. So could you give us some practical advice in choosing the correct supplements for our body?
1: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, most nutritionists and holistic practitioners. I think we're all looking at a good probiotic omega supplement like a fish oil or a plant-based omega supplement that has all the omegas in them, the omega fatty acids. And then uh, magnesium is actually a really good one. I would actually say is not a bad one to add in um, because we're almost all deficient in it. One, because our soil is kind of depleted. And if you eat a lot of sugar, your body actually uses up more magnesium. Or if you're un- if you're really stressed all the time, your body will use up a lot of magnesium and other minerals. So magnesium is great. And a uh, good multi actually is good. But there's a lot of bad ones out there. So get some advice on which one to take. And then vitamin D. I will just speak about vitamin D because there's a lot of information coming out right now that um low vitamin D has been found in a lot of people that are having issues complications with covid which makes sense because generally with chronic health conditions a lot of times our vitamin D is low and and in general vitamin D is low in people especially in our part of the country you know Wisconsin where i'm at and we don't get a lot of sun and then even in the summer people are inside they're working inside so we can get it from the sun, but generally we're not able to because we're covered up or you know, we're putting tons of sunscreen on or whatever. So vitamin D is a good one to think about taking. So if you're just gonna start taking it, I would say, you know, one to two thousand I use, which you can find on the back of the package, is fine. D3, but you know, if you're low, which is something that I would encourage you to like talk to me about or talk to somebody about to kind of figure out where you need to be because the functional and optimal levels that I would say are probably lower than like even what the the doctor might say. So we want it so that it's preventing things, not just not just like preventing disease but that it's preventing ahead of time. So you take a little bit more. So, you know, if you're low it's probably going to be more like 5000 in a day, but I think the most important thing to remember here is that you should get tested for vitamin d and then supplement accordingly and if you need help with that you know i can answer questions on that those are probably some of the the basic ones that i think everybody should be taking And probiotics definitely you don't want to just grab one off the shelf you do want to get some advice on those because they're not all created equal and you want to be able to learn how to use them and it's a process so that's the other thing with supplements. I would tell people is supplements and natural, you know, plant-based uh, supplementing and, and plant-based nutrition and superfoods. It's not a medication. We don't we don't want to work with these things as medication. It's not a this for that. It's a process in your body from going from you know, kind of being inflamed and imbalanced to being balanced. This is not a one or two day take a Tylenol and my headache goes away kind of thing. This is months. And so if we've got some deep issues, I tell people, if you're trying to change lifestyle habits, add in supplements and add in herbs and superfoods, think about it as a journey. You know, it's going to take six months to kind of reset some heavy digestive issues and, and chronic issues. And even further out, maybe a year, you know, so think of it as a journey, because you're not only changing what you're bringing in, but you're also changing your, your behaviors, you know, and trying to change habits. That takes a long time. So, you know, I always say baby steps, you might go backwards a couple steps, but then you just keep going forward. And eventually you get where you want to be. And a lot of it is what you're saying in your head, too. If we can kind of talk to ourselves as if we were talking to a child who is trying to learn how to walk, You're not going to say to your toddler, they're just learning to walk and they fall over. Hey, get up off of the floor. You know, what are you doing? How come you can't do it? You know, you're going to say to them, oh, you know, good job. Like you did it. You took your step." So you want to talk to yourself like that. Because when we get real negative in our minds and we're trying to make changes, it generally backfires on you and you quit. (laughs) You stop. Be patient with this and really know and and hopefully come to a belief that lifestyle and food and herbs and supplements work. They work. And there's no doubt about it. We need as a society and a nation to embrace this as a first line of care. And that's not happening, but I feel like with COVID, I feel like maybe the silver lining, and I'm an idealist, so maybe the silver lining is going to be and hopefully that it really pushes our Healthcare to kind of reform and to start really putting more of a a value on this this piece of it that's so missing today is is this lifestyle and food and really making this you know this is this is medicine folks i mean you know this is going to change our trajectory of our health as a nation as a world globally when the next pandemic comes because there's going to be more we need to be ready, and resilience—building resilience in our bodies—is more important than ever today. It's so worth it, and it, it's just priceless.
0: Special thanks to Kimberly Gwyn for all of the incredible information on this episode. To get a hold of Kimberly, all of her contact information will be in the show notes of this episode. Of course, to support that Wisconsin Girl podcast, make sure that you subscribe to the show, give it a five-star rating and writer of you.